the value of what you get in comparison to selling the property. But I know to make it more uh, pleasurable to walk through, to make it more inviting for people to actually come and see, staging a property is bloody where it's at, I must admit. G'day and welcome to the Making with Miles podcast. My name is Miles Clark and we are here to have a good old chinwag about some building, construction, renovations, uh, the real estate industry through the lens of a building inspector. And you know what? Every now and then we have a chinwag about some personal development stuff because that's the shit I kind of like and you're going to have to deal with it. So tough titties. We have two formats to the podcast. That is the shed, uh, which where we discuss all things building, construction, real estate and the journey. The journey is where we do those personal development things, which is always a good time. Now, on this episode, we will be doing a shed episode, okay? So we're going to have a sort of backup from the last episode and we'll be giving some advice for home sellers. Now, this is not advice from a real estate agent of how to sell homes and that sort of shit. This is from a building inspector who has gone through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of houses and some things that I've picked up and seen and I recommend uh, could be of benefit to people selling their property. First things first, you need to understand how much effort and dollary dues are you going to be willing to put into the home before you sell it? One thing I come across a fair bit is some people can't give two shits and they just sell it as is. They vacuum the floors and crack on. And then there's other people that put a lot of effort into maintaining the house, doing all the upkeep, doing all the things they're meant to do the last 15 years uh, in the last six months before they sell the house and get the house all looking pretty and um, looking good so they can sell it and make some big bucks because houses these days are worth at least 500 times your annual income because it's fucking crazy but hey that's cool now something to consider when uh, uh, something to consider when you're selling your property is understanding that 80% of homes these days there's going to be a building inspector come through and do a building report on the property if you sell it without a building report that's fine. It's everyone. The risk these days, due to the base, due to the price of houses, plus first home buyers borrowing money off banks, they're required to get building inspectors in, and people just aren't taking the risk anymore. Okay, it's not like a hot crazy market. They're buying everything. They're being more calculated and spending the money, which is a fair bit of money to be honest, to get a building inspector in to give them a building report. This comes down to building defects, all right? Now, buyers, as I said in my last episode, they I've told them that all properties have defects. If your property doesn't have defects, you're doing fucking really well for yourself. It's a good thing to understand what your building defects are before getting a property on the market, just in case there's some doozies that are really going to cause you dramas down the road, okay? So what I've done is in this episode somewhere, description, wherever, uh, I've put in my, I've got like a little checklist for things to look out for that could potentially be major defects in properties, right? I think it'd be beneficial for a vendor to read that as well, look over their property, and if they've got any of these items, they either definitely need to be aware of it and rectify it or definitely get a uh, professional in to inspect it and make sure that if it is a major issue, that is something's done about it. Now, on episode six, I go into more detail with this. It's called pre-sale inspections. It's practically just having a building inspector come around and do an inspection on your property, but check out that episode. Just go into more depth on what we're doing here, okay? But... More importantly, you need to understand what the building defects are. The reason why you need to know what the building defects are is because it's going to come up anyway, most likely when someone purchases your property, okay? The best time you want to know about it is sooner than later because later can really shaft you. And what I mean by that is you can agree on a price, million bucks for the house, and everyone's happy. It goes into contract. It's 
got a building and pest inspection clause and the finance clause, all that sort of shit. Building inspector comes out, picks up a major issue that's of major concern that is actually going to cost, I don't know, maybe $15,000 to rectify. $15,000 to rectify is something like maybe a corner of the house needs to be underpinned. Maybe the whole bathroom itself needs to be gutted out and started again. Not sure what it is. Let's say, for example, it's a let's say it's a bathroom shower leak. All right, this is something that I've come across numerous times, and a property just over the road had this issue. Okay, so the bathroom had a water leak. Okay, it was a major building defect. The bathroom shower had to be replaced. To replace a bathroom shower, you don't have to re- renovate the whole bathroom. You just got to replace the shower. It can be about maybe three grand at the cheapest. You might go up to four and a half. Depending on what you're doing, right? Depending on a little area, but if it's pretty straightforward, that's what's going to be looking like. They uh, had they had a contract in place, and the buyer said they want twenty five thousand dollars off the sale of the property to more or less rectify the defect that's there. That's that's a bit rich. That's 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 fucking bullshit. But they were you know in a rock and hard place. They were already contracted to them. The momentum of the sale had stopped there in the spot because it's under contract. They were worried, you know, if they go back on the market, will they get the same amount of money for the house? All this sort of stuff, which is completely fair and reasonable. It's an absolute minefield out there. Uh, and the agents, you know, they've got to do their part. They can only do so much. And if no one's aware of the defects or the issues, then you can't mitigate them and manage them, all right? If they'd known about it earlier, if they had a pre-sale inspection done, well, they'd understand the defects of the property. So then they can action accordingly when it comes down to pot purchases coming to the property. What that could look like is... You could have fixed the shower on the spot, spent four grand on it, realized you're not going to have any issues moving forward. You could have been aware of it, had a quote to fix it for four grand, done nothing. If it'd come up during this negotiation process, you just throw the quote down, say, shove your 25 grand up your ass, but we'll take a four and a half K, five K discount. Here's a price to fix it. You can use it if you want or not. That's it. We were aware of it and we understand it and this is how much it's going to cost to fix it. Okay, so things like that, it's always good to be one step ahead. So when it comes to the negotiation process and it's all getting contractual and it's all getting serious, you can at least be in control of that experience. All right. So that's my sort of view. That's what sort of stumps vendors. That's how they get shafted. I hate seeing people get shafted like that. So it is something to be mindful about. You might be spending 650 bucks on an inspector to come out. You'll get a full report. You'll know exactly what's going to be in and outs, the ins and outs from a buyer's perspective. So you can sort of action accordingly. Or if you know if you know a bit about the property, if you know a bit about construction, sorry, um, maybe follow that checklist and you can sort of hunt through and just see if you're going to have any issues, any potential issues, all right? Other than that, from a from my point of view, one of the other best things to do uh, that I highly recommend for home sellers is presentation is bloody key, all right? Your real estate agent is going to be backing up on this too, backing me up on this. If you have the capacity, get your house staged. The reason I say that is because I've been through, again, hundreds and hundreds of houses and I go through as a building inspector and just as a novice idiot off the street. So I walk through and I have a look at these properties and the ones that are staged, like I can see, I'm pretty good at visualizing anyway. So I can see the whole property when there's no furniture in it. I can see when it's full of everyone's furniture. I can see how the structure looks. But whenever I go into something that's got, uh, it's been staged by a professional team, the feel of it's different. I fucking like it. And I go, I like this house. It's really good. And the comments that I give to the clients is like, I go, yeah, there's a couple of defects, which is expected, but it's just a really nice house. It's really good. And I'm like, it must be the staging that's sucking me in because you know what? It bloody well does. Staging a property is probably one of the best investments you can do as a home seller, okay? So if you have the capacity to get all of your shit out, 
clear it all out and have them stage it for you. Maybe do some touch-up paint. It goes such, such a long way. I've never... I don't know from an agent's perspective about the value of what you get in comparison to selling the property, but I know to make it more uh, pleasurable to walk through, to make it more inviting for people to actually come and see, staging a property is bloody where it's at, I must admit. If you have the capacity, definitely do that. Invest in it, get it done right, and you will be thankful for it, I must admit. Now, another thing to consider too, if, you, um, if you're living in a property, all right, and you're one of those DIYs and you're like uh, doing all your renovation projects and you're thinking you're top shit, you're building goals and stuff like that, and it's all completely illegal and you've dodgy structures everywhere, just be mindful that this is something that can cause you dramas down the road, okay? Conveyances these days now, you can get insurance put in place for when you purchase a property that you were not aware that, uh, you know, the Pagola had a building permit and you can get covered by it. But if you are aware that it is an illegal structure and you still purchase the property, aware of it, that insurance is null and void, all right? So be mindful of that. These things can get into strife when you're selling your property, all right? So you might have built a pergola, you might have done a cracking job, you might be a chippy, you might be fantastic and it's been, been built right. But because it's been built illegally you know, and everyone wants their part of the pie and you've probably done it for good reason because it's probably $5,000 to get the building permit and it probably cost you like two grand to build the structure. Be mindful, uh, this can cause you issues. So I don't have any great advice for for you with regards to this because probably my advice is something that your conveyancer would tell you not to do and that might just be hush hush about it tidy it all up as a building inspector when we inspect properties we're not inspecting for compliance of structures and all that sort of stuff we're just we look at the structure and if this pergola at the back is going to fall down and kill someone, we obviously write about it. If it's going to be stay up there and capture water and do its thing, we don't ask any questions about if it's illegal or not and go into depth like that. We just make sure the structure is as it is and then we present that to the client. It's the conveyance's job to understand if there's any sort of illegal things built on the property and that sort of stuff. So if you need to get like a retrofitted uh, building permit put in place uh, for a pergola that you've done, that's an expensive process that can hold up the sale. If you do have some like decent structures, I would probably recommend doing that, getting a building permit put in place post construction, which is expensive and difficult. But what that can do, it can also save the sale again. So if you, someone, a buyer comes in, purchases the property, goes, it's going to be this much, they're all sweet, it gets the building inspector comes through, it's all cool. Then all of a sudden the conveyancer picks up, oh, hang on a minute, there's a massive pergola built illegally. What are you going to do about it, right? You might be getting discount. Like you might have to discount at fifty grand on your house. Like it's people will do that. It's it's ruthless. So if you can preemptively put some things in place to mitigate that issue, um, I would probably highly recommend it. If it's a small structure, maybe just let it slide. See, so you go. But um, yeah, something to be mindful about if you are selling your property and you've got like things like that in place. Okay. Other than that, they're sort of the main ticket items I sort of would advise for home sellers, right? Understand the defects that you've got in your property. Understand how much effort and dollar reduce you want to put into the property. Understand that presentation is key and understand that dodgy structures can cause you dramas. Just got to be wary of it. Um, other than that, engaging an agent. You know what? I have no idea about how to engage an agent. I have, I know very good ones. I know very shit ones and people still go with the shit ones and I don't know why. And they go with the good ones and they're happy with them too. So that's great. But I can't give you any advice on that. Unfortunately, best thing to do is sort of even word of mouth. Some people talk up some agents that I think are useless and, and they get work. So anyway, I'll, uh, 
I'll sack that idea, but you know, best of luck with that one. So, and that's it. If you found any value, please like, subscribe, and share. As well as that, in the links or somewhere, I'm going to put that checklist to have a bit of a gaze around your property to make sure it's just all sweet. Have a bloody lovely afternoon, morning, daytime, weekend, whatever you're up to, and I will see you on the next one. Catch you later. Let's go.